roll around, leave the town, smoke some herb, speak the word, drink a brew. Even with the highs, the best of times, golden vibes, you can't hide what you're going through. Grace and peace, friends and family. Thank you for tuning into True Gospel Living with your host, Wisdom. Hope all is well and that everybody is enduring and continuing to learn by the Holy Spirit and being renewed in their mind. All is well with me and my family. And I just really wanted to come in and break some bread on a topic that my husband had brought to my attention the other day. And it is a hot, hot topic and a major issue with, within the Israelite community. And uh, when I say Israelite community, I'm talking about Hebrew brothers and sisters who think that they are righteous by attempting to keep Torah to the best of their abilities. Um, background, I came out of the Christianity, paganism, Sunday church, all that mess. Came out of that world. And then by the grace of God, he revealed to me who I was as an Israelite. And he used the camps to do this. He used them to, to teach me my history and where I came from. Once that purpose was done... He told me, leave, because that is the doctrine of devils, because they don't follow the law of Christ. They attempt and try to half-ass keep the law of Moses, but they can't. He told me, get out of there. So I left the Israelite community. So now when I say the Israelite community, that is who I'm talking about. I'm talking about camps like IUIC, Sakari, ISUPK, HOI, GOCC, and many more um, that I don't know all their names, but these are devil doctrines that I'm referring to when I say Israelite community, okay? Because you leave one world, and when you come into the Israelite community, you just you just jump into another world. People are still dealing with sin. People are still seeking out their own desires. It's 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 the same old thing. They just think they're righteous. And how dark is that darkness that they actually think that they're being obedient to God, but they're really being rebellious. Because they are trying to keep the law of Moses and keep rejecting the law of Christ. But that is just my background, right? So when I say Israelite community, that's what I mean. But let's get into it, y'all. This hot topic, right? All right, this big major issue is the way Israelite men treat the women. And I say this is a major issue because before you even start talking about the outside world and outside enemies, you need to get your house in order first. And unfortunately, the men are against the woman. How can a nation even be a strong nation if the men are attacking the women and trying to control and put the women in bondage? How? How can y'all even think about conquering the other nations? Even think in your mind if you can't even unify with your own sisters. So let's get into it, y'all. Because a lot of brothers will say, well, hey, Eve was the one that was deceived. Eve is the one that, you know, fell for the serpent and ate the fruit. Okay, well, let's get into it. Because a lot of you men, a lot of you brothers like to overlook the fact that Adam was there the whole time. And y'all going to be like, no, he wasn't. But I got the scripture right here. The scripture say what it say. So let's go to it. Let's go to it right here after she ate the apple genesis 3 verse 6 the woman was convinced she saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious and she wanted the wisdom it would give her so she took some of the fruit and ate it then she gave some to her husband 
who was with her and he ate it too. At that moment, their eyes were opened and they suddenly felt shame at their nakedness. So Adam was there the whole time. Yeah, the serpent went to Eve because she was a weaker vessel and he could manipulate her and trick her. But Adam was there. Just, mm, just okay, I'll run with it. Eve's beautiful. He just going to kind of do what she say. He got the commandment too to not eat the fruit, but he didn't step up and say anything. He just ate it. So who is worse in the situation? Was it Eve, the weaker vessel, the one who came out of his rib, or is Adam the one who was at fault? But it get, but it gets worse for you, brothers. It gets better and it gets worse. Okay, because not only was Adam there the entire time, both their eyes were opened at the same time. They both ate it at the same time. He was there. It says that he was with her, but not only that. But he even tried to blame God to cover up his own behind. Let's go ahead and go to it. Y'all, this, this is scripture. And, and I'm only bringing this out because the men will really try to point fingers at women. Men, you got to man up. A real man is going to take ownership and take the blame. A, 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 a man who isn't a man, for real, is going to blame the weaker vessel for all his problems, right? But let's look at this, right? After they ate the apple, it says here, When the cool evening breezes were blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord walking about in the garden. So they hid from the Lord God among the trees. Then the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? He replied, I heard you walking in the garden, so I hid. I was afraid because I was naked. Who told you that you were naked? The Lord asked. Have you eaten from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat? All right, y'all. Now, come on. Get this. This is Adam's response to God, right? The man replied, it was the woman you gave me who gave me the fruit and I ate it. So hold up. Did Adam just blame God and Eve in the same sentence? For what he did? What he had knowledge not to do himself? I mean, come on now. He says it right here. The man replied, it was the woman you gave me. So, Father, you messed up because you created her and she ate the apple and then I fell. So, really, it's your fault because you made the woman. And then it's the woman's fault because she gave it to me. So, so this is why the men got the curse they did, ladies. This is why. Because he couldn't, Adam at the time could not take ownership. He couldn't take the blame. He couldn't step up and be a real man and say, it was me. I saw everything that was going down. I was with Eve, but I still allowed her to be deceived and I still ate it. Adam could have stopped the whole thing. Hey, 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 serpent, get the hell away from my wife. We already have a commandment, you know? We're not supposed to eat that. Eve, come on, let's go. Instead, what did he do? He stood there. He stood there and he allowed it to happen and he went with it right this is for the brothers this is for the brothers I'm gonna I'm read it one more time the man replied it was the woman you gave me who gave me the fruit and I ate it so with that being said y'all go into Genesis 3 and read it for yourself King James Version NLT whatever you want to read it's going to say the same thing all right so now that we know Adam is more guilty than Eve in the first place these Israelite brethren need to stop using that excuse as a default reason why they treat us sisters the way that they do. There's no love. 
when it comes when these brothers don't show their women no love no respect they're not kind they're not patient I don't know what it is, but with our Hebrew brothers, it's like they believe that being meek and being humble doesn't apply to them. Like that's only a trait for the women, but that, that's not for the men. Men don't have to be meek. Men don't have to be humble. We the head. We the authority. We rule with an iron rod. That's the kind of mentality they have. They, but they don't even realize that Christ was meek and lowly. They don't realize that Christ came as a servant. To men and women. Christ is our everlasting king. But Christ came first as a servant. To show us that we first must be servants. Why do our Israelite brothers think that. Especially here in this captivity. That they're kings. Or that they deserve to be treated like kings. What makes you think you deserve to be treated like a king. And you can't even be a servant first. You got to serve first. You have a head first. Your head is Christ, not Moses. Don't let me get into that, y'all. Christ is your head. Which means you have to submit to Christ, right? They ain't doing that. You know why? Because Christ gave a commandment for men to love others as he loves himself, to love others as Christ loved the church. And to love God with all our heart and soul, first and foremost. But our men don't understand that, that, com that new commandment that Christ, Christ gave when he said that we are supposed to love others as Christ loved us. And what did Christ do? Christ loved us so much that he died for us. A man is supposed to lay down his life for his wife, just like Christ laid down his life for his wife, which is Israel. And if Christ is the head of every man and every man is supposed to submit to Christ. They're not submitting to Christ if they are showing hatred to their own, their own family and other people. That's a major red flag right there. That's the issue with our people. You cannot be so focused on the enemy and the outside when your home, when your inner home is a mess. When you're, you're going against your own women. All these other nations, they, they prosper and better than us. Why? Because at least they have some type of unity when it comes to their women. Our men want to control our women. They want to put them in bondage. They want to shut them up. They want to make them believe that the only way for them to get salvation is through them. Even though Christ said that he's the door and that he's the way. And that there is no man, no female, no slave, nor free, no Jew or Gentile. All are the same in Christ. That's what he said. But these men are going to say that, no, you need to put on that head wrap, put them fringes on, put that dress on, be shamed face, hide yourself in the corner, pop out my babies, do whatever I say. And, and that's how we going to do it. And let me do me. That's that's what they want. They want our women to be in captivity. And then they get mad when we turn out to be the way that we do. It's like, I'm going to use a very worldly example. Talk about a strip club. How you got all these men calling all these women hoes who are in these strip clubs. But who built the strip club? Who funded the strip club? Guarantee you it was a man. Who's throwing ones in these strip clubs, hiring these women, 
guarantee it's the men. But then you want to look down because that's what you created. So you create rebellious, disobedient women because you don't know how to love them because you refuse to love them. And then you blame them for what they've become when you are their head. And if their head is righteous and on point, would not the body be? Wouldn't she not be on point and righteous? But if the head is fucked up and lost and wicked, isn't the wife going to be a product of that? A wicked woman is given to a portion of a wicked man. Is that not true? But a man is going to be so quick to blame a woman. Nah, she's the serpent seed. She's a devil woman. Be careful. with The woman is the devil. Be careful. She's the one that was deceived. Make sure she knows her place. Keep them quiet. Don't let the women speak out. Don't allow them to say nothing. Tell them that the only way they're going to get into the kingdom is through us. Is by having our children and by putting up with the abuse. That's the only way they're going to get into the kingdom. That's what they say. Adam, Adam, put in the blame. So prideful. Can't take ownership. Our men cannot take ownership, cannot take the blame for what's happened. They blame our women. That is the weakest, most wimpest thing a man could do is blame a woman who is the weaker vessel that is the weakest thing a man can do and that's what's going on amongst the israelite community you got a lot of men manipulating women into lifestyles that are that are disobedient to the way god's called us to live you got a lot of men manipulating women and telling them that they're not virtuous they're not righteous they're not submissive because they're not going along with this polygamous lifestyle that is against Christ. They're, they're unsubmissive. They're rebellious women. And then they manipulate women into the lifestyle only to pawn the men so they can become traps for other sisters. Other young sisters. Yeah. Go ahead. Bring these women in. Convince them that polygamy is okay. They're going to want to please their husband. So they're going to they're, they're, they're gonna do it. They're going to go and they're going to talk about it. They're going to post about it. They're going to lure other sisters and they're going to make polygamy seem so good, so righteous that it's going to entice other sisters to consider the lifestyle because they're, they're going to want to be virtuous and righteous. If we tell these sisters to tell other sisters that if you are in polygamy, you are a righteous, virtuous sister, there's going to be some sisters who fall for it, brothers and just be ready to catch the bait. Be ready to grab as many sisters as you can carry. Right? That's what's going on amongst our men. Only thing that these men are when it comes to polygamy, brothers and sisters, pimps and simps. That's all it is. That's all that lifestyle creates is pimps and simps. You want multiple incomes. You want servitude. You want servants. You want a woman to cook. You want this woman to clean and babysit. I mean, if you want a maid and a nanny, just say that. If you want someone to watch your kids, 
just go get a nanny. If you want someone to clean your house and do your laundry, just get a nanny. But no, you, you got to get someone in who you can also have sex with. But 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 Lord forbid I say that then you got sisters who are going to be like, no, you're looking at it carnally and things like that. And this is not what this conversation is about, because if you believe in polygamy, you are not in the gospel and you are not in Christ and you are not obeying the father. And that's just pure bone blank. And if you don't, if Genesis doesn't convince you already when God created Adam and Eve and that image was perfect, if that doesn't convince you, I wipe my hands. If then when you read the New Testament, you see that uh, that scripture where it says every man have his own wife, every wife have her own husband. And that doesn't convince you. Then I don't know what to tell you either. You you lost in the south. And I pray that the, the most high shines his light bright enough for you to see it. But we talking about the way the man treating our sisters, not in love. Like I said, our men are supposed to submit to Christ. But none of these men in the Israelite community are submitting to their wives. Because they are not treating them with love, respect, kindness. Isn't it crazy how our Israelite brothers treat other brother, their brotherhood with more respect and more love than they do their own wives? You know how fake that is? That is some fake shit. That these brothers go to work after banging on Esau all day long, go to work and give utter respect to their bosses. Go to the camps and give nothing but respect to their brothers. Hanging out, drinking, preaching on, on the street. Got their brotherhood, got their camp. They give more respect to their brothers than they do their own wife. Ain't it weird how you can treat all of these people with the utmost respect and all this kindness, but as soon as you get home, you disrespecting the hell out of your wife and your own kids? Ain't that something else? That's fake. And that is what the Israelite community is full of. Fake. These men are mistreating their women and these women are not going to speak out about it. They have silenced these women. They have convinced them and persuaded them into a lifestyle that is against God. All for chasing their lustful desires. Let me tell you, these Israelite men will call a man who loves his one wife. And treats his one wife with TLC, affection, listens to her, considers what she has to say. They'll look at a man like that and say, that's a simp. Can you believe it? They'll look at a man like that and be like, hey, you ain't going to shut her up, brother. You just going to let her speak, brother. Oh, she don't. She, she dressed modestly, but she not wearing a skirt or a dress. Brother. Your woman's out of control, brother. You a simp. You you listening to her? You you leaving the congregation because of what your what your wife said? You a simp. That's what they call a simp. They call a godly man a simp. Woe to those who call good evil and evil good. But they'll but they'll praise you for shutting your woman up. They'll praise you for disrespecting her. They'll praise you for putting your brotherhood before your wife and your children. They'll praise you for having multiple women. You know why? Because like I said, these Israelite men in the Israelite community are no different from men in the world. Because they're still a slave to sin and they're still chasing after their lustful desires. So if they're no different than the world, then they are the world. They ain't in Christ. It's You, you have the world and then you have Christ. So if you ain't in Christ, you in the world, right? Worldly men hate when they see a man treating their woman good. You know why? They don't want their wife seeing that. 
Don't give my wife any ideas. I'm not finna treat her like that. I'm not finna treat her with no affection. I'm not finna listen to what she has to say. So don't you bring that. Don't bring that over here, brother. You you need to put your your wife in her place. She need to sit over there and look pretty with her dress on, and she need to pop out babies for you. They worldly men do not want to see men treating their woman right. It irks them. It convicts them because they know they're treating their women like shit. And if they they don't want their wives getting any ideas and they don't want brothers getting any ideas either because they don't want none of the brothers turning away from the camps. So they got to be like that. You know what I'm saying? Satan don't cast out Satan. They need everybody on, on the same agenda. They need everybody trying to get multiple women. But let me tell you what a true simp is, okay? Like I said, nothing but pimps and simps. If you believe in polygamy, you are a pimp and a simp. All right? Because a true simp is a man who is a slave to his lust. Very insecure. Very insecure men. Insecure men want multiple women. I don't know. Maybe it's because they wasn't getting none back in the days. And then they found out who they was as Israel and read a couple stories about the couple wives that the kings had. Got a little too excited. Hey, we was lambs back then. We was getting nothing. But guess what? Now we in this Israelite community and we can manipulate all these women now and get as many women as we want. Yeah. Everybody, all these brothers, get with the program. Come on now. We trying to get as many women as we can so they can pay our bills. One woman can work and pay the carno. The other woman can work and pay the utility bills. Maybe the third wife can pay the rent. Because I just, I just want to go to the camps all day and just hang out with the brothers while my wives are working. That's a pimp. You got a lot of people who do this polygamy thing to be pimps. And the simp part. The very insecure simp. This is a real simp. A man who just got to have women. A man who has no discipline, no self-control, and has to DM every girl he sees. Hit up up in the DM. Hey, Shalom, sister, can I show you some scriptures? Hey, Shalom, sister, like, have you heard of polygamy? Do you, you know it's righteous, right? You know, I, I'm a righteous brother myself. I got uh, about two of them. And, uh... I would love for you to be my third wife. I would treat you so right. And, and because you are doing this, you will inherit the kingdom. Because you have been such a submissive, such a virtuous, righteous woman by agreeing to do this polygamy thing. You, you will inherit the kingdom through me. Through me, you will be saved. Through having my children, you will be saved. This is how they're manipulating our sisters. This is how they're destroying our sisters, destroying their self-worth, destroying their confidence, destroying their security. This is what's happening. Excuse me, y'all. I'm outside if you hear noise. This is what's happening. A real simp is a man who has no discipline, who wants to fulfill his desires, and he'll never fully fulfill it. That's why he always got to get another one. <laughs> Ain't that funny? He's so unfulfilled that he got to get a third one, a second one, but he ain't, he ain't fulfilled with just one. He don't believe that one woman can fulfill all his needs. He don't believe that one woman can be his wife, his best friend, his pillar of rest, his nurturer. Just completely throw out the uh, perfect image that was created with Adam and Eve and just completely throw out the command that every man have his own wife and every wife have her own. 
And then they'll try to change the definition of what own means, which makes no sense. And only a fool will fall for that. So Lord will, you're not a fool. But this is what they'll do. And they'll make it seem like a real man is a man who has multiple women. But that's embarrassing. How insecure are you that you need to prove something about yourself and show all these men, hey, look at my wives. Look, I got two wives. I got three wives. Look at me. It's coming from a very insecure place. Y'all, our brothers in these Israelite communities are broken. They're still dealing with past traumas, past abuse. A lot of them have been raped, molested. A lot of them are lost. A lot of them have not addressed the traumas from their lives. A lot of them think that putting on fringes will make all the past traumas and demons go away. And that not eating pork is not going to defile them. But they're already defiled. Which is the crazy part because of what's in their heart has already defiled them. Lust has defiled them. You got men in polygamy for incomes. And then you got him talking about, oh, no, this is nation building. This is nation building. Okay. Okay, let's talk about that. Let's, let's talk about that real quick. Because how is it nation building if Christ already has his elect? The names are already written in the book of life. You do realize that you could pop out 10 children and none of them will make it. None of them could make it in the kingdom. You do realize that, right? And I'm just going to um, pull out this scripture really, really quickly just to back up what I'm saying. Because y'all know I don't just speak random. This is Sirach. And mind you, the entire Israelite community subscribes to the Apocrypha, okay? This is Sirach 16, 1 and 3. And this completely shuts down this whole nation building mess that they use to manipulate sisters with. Sirach 16, verse 1 through 3. A large family is nothing to be desired if the children are worthless. Godless children are nothing to be proud of. So all those kids that you have, you, you think you righteous by bearing all these children? You're not. Verse 3. Don't put much hope in their future or expect them to live a long time. One child who does the Lord's will is better than a thousand who do not. It is better to go to your grave with no children at all than to have children who are godless. So nation building where? Multiple women to have multiple children for what? Are they the elect? Are all your children the elect? Couldn't be. Especially with you following, you know, the Antichrist doctrine. Couldn't be. Ain't no way. So, once again, that's just another manipulation for them to use on sisters to bring them in. And shame on the sisters. Shame on the sisters who are in polygamous relationships and completely miserable, but to please their man and to be a pick me. And because also a wicked woman is given to a portion of a wicked man. These women go out and make polygamy look so beautiful, look so righteous, look so lawful to draw other sisters in just so that they won't be miserable by themselves because misery loves company, right? These women are miserable in their relationships, but they're going to portray on their social media like they're so happy. Like this is so righteous. Like you, Sarah's daughter, we are just, this is what we made to do. And, and portray this to be a trap to younger sisters 
who are new in this walk to cause them to stumble, to fall for a brother who is going to convince them to do polygamy so that they can too be miserable with you. Because it's bad enough that you fell for it yourself and now you're angry. But you got to have other sisters, you know, be angry with you too. You don't want to be alone. You sisters don't want to go through that alone, huh? You don't want to be the only one with a man who lusts after other women. You want other women to have to deal with that too. Because you know you mad that you're not enough for him. And that's not your fault. Sad thing is you didn't realize that wasn't your fault the first time you started talking to him. But now that you're in it. It's your fault now that you didn't see yourself worth more than that, that you let a man convince you that you are not enough, that he needs another one and another one. And then on top of that, convince you that it's righteous. So now he's just caused you to live in sin. He's caused you and it's your own fault that you deliberately ignored the scriptures. You deliberately ignored all the testimonies in the Old Testament. You took that for something glorious, but truly it was to show us the downfall of multiple women. And every testimony leads to the knowledge and the true wisdom that it should be one man and one woman. But because you fell for that trap, you want other people to fall for that trap. Woe on these sisters in these Israelite communities. Woe to these sisters who continue to promote this, knowing very well it's against Christ. It's against the law of Christ, and it is against his command. It don't get much clearer than that. Every wife have her own husband? You mean to tell me you found a way to come up with another definition for own? And you telling me we fallen for this? Our men need to treat our women better. This is why we, we are the way that we are. Our men keep trying to have a foot on these women. And these women are having a foot, have a foot on each other. It starts with the man. The man is the head. Israel, Israelites in these communities need to get better. Y'all treat your woman with so much disrespect. Y'all show more more fake love to these to these outsiders, people at your job, your brotherhoods in the camps than you do your own women. And you are going to be judged and you will be guilty because he sees how you treat her. He sees how you talk to her. He sees what you do to her behind closed doors. He sees the women you're talking to behind her back. He sees the women you're trying to hit up. And he sees that you use that excuse as polygamy as a reason why you can do that. And why she shouldn't say anything about it. Why she should just keep her mouth shut. And if she feels some type of way, call her wicked. And remind her that she's Eve and that Eve fell. And that Eve's the weaker vessel. Remind her of that. Every time she tries to, you know, break out of your deception and come into the light. Remind her of that. Put a foot back on her. Shut up the kingdom of heaven before her. Make sure she don't follow Christ. Make sure she follows you. Because that's what you said, right? Women get salvation through the man, right? Not through Christ. To you, according to you and your, and your devil doctrines, right? Israelite men need to do better and come out of that. And if you have brothers encouraging you to disrespect your woman. <sighs> Lord have mercy. Y'all have mercy. Y'all don't understand how deep you are in. And these women have gotten themselves in sticky situations and they're not going to speak out. They're going to continue to fight it. They're going to they're going to stand by their man. 
Yeah, expect that. Expect that if you have a woman who is in a polygamous relationship right now, I do not expect her to be like, wisdom, you are right. Yes, I'm not going to expect them to do that. I'm going to expect them to feel some type of way towards me and think that I'm off and call me wicked and call me a Jezebel and say, I just don't get it. I'm thinking carnally. That's what I expect. But I'm telling you right now, my heart does be full of joy when it, when one sister do come out and it has happened before and tell me like, this is true. This is not right. You know, what do I do to get out? And I tell you right now, if you if you keep if you think you're keeping the law of Moses right now, you're going to always be miserable and you're going to always be cursed. Because it starts with obedience. You're going to stay miserable and you're not going to be in peace until you be obedient. Which means you need to keep the law of Christ. You need to stop trying to be disciples of Moses. You need to stop trying to keep carnal laws. Thinking that you're righteous because of what you wear and what you eat and what you do. You need to start realizing that you're righteous by how you treat others. Sisters, how you treat other sisters. So all you sisters trying to, you know, paint a pretty picture of the Israelite community to bring more sisters in. You need to stop. You need to stop. You need to speak out against your husbands if they are living in wickedness. And if they continue to live in wickedness, you need to figure out who do you love more. You love your husband more. Or do you love God more? And if you love God more, then ask him for the strength to leave. Because your salvation should be more important than your living situation, right? Because all this is temporary, right? The earth is temporary. You living with him or you living with them or whatever your situation is temporary, but salvation is eternal and you will miss out on eternal life because you want to listen to your husband or you want to listen to camps or your, maybe even your father or who knows who could be keeping you in bondage. But whoever is trying to keep you under the law of Moses is shutting up the kingdom before you. Okay. Whoever is trying to keep you in a polygamous situation, shutting up the kingdom before you. You need to turn to Christ. What is impossible by man with man is possible by God with God. So whatever you going through, it may seem so deep. It's possible with God, but you have to be obedient first. Don't just think he going to get you out and you still going to be keeping these Sabbath, these feast days, these fringes, telling people um, that they need to uh, keep these things if they're going to get into the kingdom and not preaching about love and not letting people know they need to treat people right. You're going to keep living in misery. Trust me. And it's not and, and I don't want that for none, but I know. That a majority is going to be under that. I know a majority is going to hear what I'm saying and just, you know, not care. But look, I'm going to address, I'm going to address these, these wicked men leading these women astray. Because let me tell you, it really does start within the home. And a man who does not provide and take care of his household is worse than an infidel and worse than an unbeliever. You might as well just denounce everything in the Bible and go back into the world. Because you are not being obedient to God and you are leading your wife astray. You're leading your children astray. And then on top of that, you're breaking their hearts and you're killing their spirits. And I don't care how much a sister covers up with smiles and head wraps and dresses and fringes on her Instagram page. 
God knows how her heart feels and God knows how she's hurting and God knows that she hates the way you treat her. But because of her wanting to be virtuous and submissive, she's just going to stand by whatever you say. And you know you have the authority to lead her in the right way, but you choose to lead her to destruction because you want to fulfill your lusts and your desires because you want multiple women to have multiple incomes. And you know damn well you're not nation building, but that's what you tell her so she can just listen to you and do what you say. Toss her out, divorce, leave her. And these women, you're, you're, you're just as bad by trying to convince other sisters that this is righteous, that this is a righteous lifestyle. Wicked, wicked, and it needs to be purged from the community. It needs to be purged from our people, and it needs to be rebuked. Men are the first problem. Men need to treat their women with love. It's sad. Y'all, no, these men in the Israelite community do not understand what love is. They don't. What they think love is, is when you tell them what is love. Love is keeping the commandments. What are the commandments? Keep the feast days, keep the new moons, holy days, Sabbaths, wear your fringes, don't shave your beard, don't eat unclean foods, and just do everything to the best of your ability. That's, that's, that's love and keeping the commandments? Yes. But it says here in the New Testament that keeping the commandments is loving God with all your heart and soul, loving others as you love yourself, and loving others as Christ loved the church. And then it also goes to tell you what love is in detail. And it says love is kind. Love is patient. Love is respect. Love is meek. Love, love is humble. Love doesn't boast. So where is the feast days and the Sabbaths and all of these carnal religious traditions? Where is that? There's no answer. Crickets, right? So sisters, you will only be deceived if you, if you don't try to seek the word for yourself. And if you see the word for yourself and you truly believe in what it says, but you continue to live the way your husband is, is making you live, you, you did that to yourself. You did that to yourself. And your husband will be accountable for leading you astray, but you will be held accountable for staying there. Do you not understand? You will be led astray for also allowing your children to hear this false devil doctrine and believe in this. We are Israel. Our history was great. Our traditions back then, they, they used to have meaning. They used to mean something until we defiled everything, until we broke the Most High's heart, until we rebelled. Then he told us to stop doing them. And then we kept doing them after he told us to stop. And then he told us to stop keeping the law of Moses and to keep the law of Christ. But we killed the Messiah because we didn't want to stop keeping the law of Moses. The same laws that could never bring us to perfection. Still living in sin. Y'all still have desires that you're chasing. You still want money. You still want businesses. You still want women. You still want to do whatever you want. Yet you want to use his name. Because you know... You, you got to convince yourself that what you're doing is righteous so that it just it, it's easier to digest for you. But you're lukewarm and lukewarm will have it worse than the wicked, which is why I said, if you're going to live that kind of life, if you want multiple women, if that's what you really want to do, go all out. 
you might as well denounce the Bible and live the wicked life you truly want to live. Because lukewarm ain't going to get in. Thinking that you're keeping the law of Moses and doing all these wicked things and following your sinful nature is not going to get you into the kingdom. You're going to get a worse punishment. He will spit you out if you are lukewarm. Sisters, don't be, don't be falling for these pimp simps out here. Don't be falling for that. See the red flags. You know what it, what, what it means to be treated right. If you don't know how you deserve to be treated, then you're, you deserve to be treated the way they're going to treat you. If you are not aware of the kind of love that everybody is called to, um, to love each other. If you are not aware, if you are blind to that, you're not going to be treated with love because you don't know what love is yourself. So you need to figure out and, and pray for the Most High to reveal to you what love is so that you may be able to give that love and receive that love back. But if you want to, you know, ignorance is bliss. You know what I'm saying? You, you too deep. Your family's too deep. Your husband's too deep. So you just going to listen to what I say and ignore it because you feel like it's so impossible to get out. But like I said, with God, it's possible. And he did the impossible for me. And I know he can do the impossible for you if you really want it. But like I said, many not going to want it. Many going to want to stay in the darkness. They too comfortable and they don't want to leave. It's too much work. It's too much effort to try to fight the demons, right? Spiritually lazy. You'd rather have somebody else teach you than you, t you actually learn something by the Holy Spirit and have a personal relationship for yourself. You'd rather have men teach you. You'd rather watch YouTube videos. About men talking about how wicked women are. Knowing very well. <laughs> that he got the worst punishment in the beginning. Because he did the worst thing. He sat there. Had every opportunity to, to tell Eve not to do it. But he did it. And he was with her. And then he blamed God. And then he blamed Eve. The men won't talk about that. The men in Israel. In the Israelite community. Will not talk about that. Or admit that. But I'm going to. And you sisters should too. Because there's going to be some men who do listen to a woman. And bless those men. Bless those men are who are not so full of pride that they can't hear anything a woman says. You got a lot of men who hear the truth from women and refuse to believe it because of the fact that it's coming from a woman. Happens to me all the time. By the grace of God. Happens to me all the time. Happens to us in the gospel all the time. Men do not want to be corrected by a woman. But sometimes that just has to happen. So sisters, be bold enough. Trust in Christ. If there is no righteous man around you, understand that your head is Christ. He is dealing with you personally. You don't need no man to teach you. Let all men be liars. The Holy Spirit will teach you all things. Do you believe that? Or do you think that's phony? You don't, you don't think that's possible. You think the scriptures are lying. You think the only way you're going to learn something about God is by watching a YouTube video or watching Sakari on live or watching I-S-U-P-K-H-O-Y-I-U-I-C on YouTube video. That's the only way you're going to receive the truth. Ain't no way, ain't no way I could possibly learn it just by me and the Holy Spirit. Check your spirits, y'all. Sisters and brothers, this is a big issue. 
Avoid the pimps and simps. All right. Come out of the law of Moses. Men, start treating your woman with love, true love. Lay down your life for your woman. Sacrifice yourself for your woman. That is what a man's supposed to do. And women are called to respect the man. Scriptures say a man is supposed to love their woman like Christ loved the church. And women are supposed to respect their man. You got men who was like, a woman needs to submit first before I can marry her. If you don't get out of my face with that BS. And women, please, sisters, do not fall for that. Do not cast your pearls to pigs and do not give what is holy to dogs. Your submission is holy, baby girl. It is holy. And only a righteous man deserves that. If he is wicked, if he can't show you what he can offer you in, in terms of love and treatment, he does not deserve your submission. Period. Point blank. Do not be submissive to a man who does not show you kindness, who does not show you meekness, humbleness, respect and patience. Do not be submitted to a man who wants to shut your mouth. You want to submit yourselves to a man who will actually be willing to hear your advice. Because Lord knows a marriage is a team effort and we are helpmeets for a reason. Our whole creation, we were created to be the man's help. We were created to be his help. Why are they trying to shut us up? I can help you. I'm here to help you. My body isn't just here to help you. I'm not here just so you can have sex with me. I am here to actually maybe speak some life into you when you need it. Don't you want to hear what I have to say? No, women can't teach. So like I said, discernment is important. And there's going to be a lot of women who are going to be stuck in miserable situations and they're going to stay there because that's just what the Most High has called for them. He has shown mercy to who he wants to, compassion to who he wants to, and he blinds those that he wants to. So unfortunately, many brothers and sisters will be blind. Many brothers and sisters in the Israelite community will continue to hate their sisters and teach that hateful doctrine, the devil's doctrine. Many sisters will continue to stay in these polygamous relationships and trap other sisters in polygamous relationships so they don't be miserable alone. A lot of them will and they will continue. But hear this word and let it resonate in your heart and really understand that God has called women to be treated with love. You are not here to just be used and abused and, and walked all over, baby. No. You are a help me and a help me is powerful. A woman can build or break a man. Remember that. Men need to get right and need to repent of the way they've looked at their women and the way they've treated their women. And they need to repent for putting their, brother, their brothers and their brotherhood before their marriage. You do not put your brotherhood before your marriage. There was no brotherhood in the beginning. There was a man and a woman and a marriage in the beginning. There was no brothers around. Adam wasn't leaving Eve to go hang out with the bros. He was with Eve. They was together. Don't let it fool you. Don't let these brothers fool you. It's evil. It's antichrist. And it's not inheriting the kingdom. Purge Israel of this wickedness. And come back to Christ. Come back to the law of Christ. And um, praying for those, the elect, praying for their continual strength. Let the righteous continue to do righteous and the wicked continue to do wicked. 
Um, I'm very thankful that I was able to just get on this and really speak to y'all on this because this is a big issue and it definitely needed to be addressed. But um, this is over my time limit for my episodes. This is literally almost 50 minutes long. So I'm going to stop this now. But grace and peace to all of those who are listening. Um, love in abundance and may the Yah's mercy be upon you. All right. Shalom. We can roll around, leave the town, smoke some herb, speak the word, drink a brew. Even with the highs.